Hey, and thanks for tuning in to the Startup Diaries, episode 157. I am always joined with my lovely co host, Harrison Mudge. How was your weekend? Pretty good, mate. Pretty good. How about yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Um, had a bit of a horror story. Well, no, we had a really horror good. Horror story? Yeah, no, my brother. Uh, we, we went to Manchester United. Oh, okay. We had some hospitality tickets. And uh, we didn't drink that much, but the boy got ill. The boy got very <laughs> ill. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put all the listeners through it, but um, it wasn't because he just exploited the free bar. Because I think he had like one John Smiths and three glasses of wine. That's not enough to make wow. you ill, and it just completely toppled him. But well, the uh, six shots of tequila might <laughs> we tip you over the edge. On the train on the way down, we popped into Morrison's, and I was like, "Lads, what do you want to drink?" And uh, they're like, what do you mean? So I went and got the, like, the little cans of gin and tonic and bits yeah, like that. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was starting a little bit early. And my brother's like, listen, the I've got pre-game, I've got to be up at pre-game. rugby for tomorrow with my boy. So he says, I'm, I'm taking it steady today, guys. <laughs> You've seen some of the photos. <laughs> I'm taking it steady today. So as I go and get these little gin and tonics and bits like that, he goes to another aisle and gets water and Lucasade. And I'm like, fair play. I said, I'll, I'll break him in. I'll, he'll end up mm. having a drink on the train. Um, but he started off like really strong like he started off like no I'm not going to drink uh, he ended up in a right state but as I said nothing to do with um, the amount that he drank um, but apart from that Friday really good so we had our sales day Black Friday that was outrageous so we had we had a sales goal um, we we had a, a target in the office uh, as I said uh, deep down I'm a salesman um, so I love having sales targets so what we'll do on the show uh, we spoke about the Black Friday sales funnel that we ran and how we did that over Facebook, using Facebook ads, custom audiences, and lookalike audiences, what we're going to do in a future episode, we're going to run, uh, if, if you're not into numbers, metrics, and, and sort of looking at the conversion rates and stuff like that, make sure you don't listen to that show, because it's going to be a really geeky show. Harry will 100% glaze over. All about numbers. <laughs> all about numbers, put it something like that. Harry will just glaze over as I run through the numbers, um, and every time, uh, he'll be he'll be the listener that has no idea about the numbers, <laughs> asking the questions, so I, we can I really just wait until it. we publish it on iTunes and then listen. It sounds good. I'd solo show that one. Um, but if you are new to the podcast, um, what we try and do on this show is we've been doing it for probably a year and a half now. Yeah. Somewhere around that. Uh, we started the business. like a lifetime. It really does. We, 157 episodes. But the thing is, I'm, I'm generally really There's proud of it. Nothing but pure premium quality audio listening. Completely disagree. We, we've had some rice. <laughs> completely disagree. Yeah, I'd hate to get back to those. I would, say, I would say two out of three, there's value. And the one out of three, we just waffle. Um, but that's because we've got a day job to do. Um, but we do this show because four years ago when we started the company, uh, and I'm giving a bit more backstory to this one because this one is actually, about, I've got the question in front of me that you haven't seen yet, but it's about more of backstories. So we started the show um, about 18 months ago with an idea of when I when I left my old job, before I did that, I listened to a lot of podcasts. And there's loads of podcasts out there talking about business and management and, and all the best advice, but I felt I was something missing in the market just explaining just how bloody hard this really is to build a business. Mm. So we wanted to create something that talks about, one, what's winning, also what we're failing at, uh, because building a business is really hard. It's not all about rainbows and unicorns. Um, and we just wanted to bring a show that's more about the day-to-day life of trying to build this thing that we call a business. So, you ready? <laughs> just about. I'm, okay. Uh, I feel like I'm loads peppier than you today. I'm, I'm there. I'm just, I don't wanna, just don't want to sound too nasally on the mic. Okay. As he sniffs. <laughs> <laughs> 
So cool. I'm apologies gonna get into, for the, uh... I'm going to get into this question. We've got five or six questions in the bank that we can go through, uh, but we've also got an episode coming up from the British Bearded Baby from Dan because he sent in um, a follow-up to our last one. And if you don't know about that, we've been sort of documenting Dan's journey, launching his organic beard oil business from being a listener to actually going uh, live with his business. And he's been really open and transparent. And he's actually sharing the sales numbers and bits yeah. like that, which I've got huge admiration for because it's going to bring loads of value to the listeners. So we've got that coming up in the future. Also, we're going to cover off stuff like hiring mistakes that I recently made, um, how you deal with that, how you uh, have open conversations with clients um, and how you have to renegotiate terms uh, and how to navigate that. Um, so we've got some nice bits coming up, but this is a listener question that I thought was really interesting, uh, especially because we've got loads of new listeners into the show in the last three months and a lot of them probably don't know our backstories. And this one sort of, sort of, it's been in the pipeline for probably about two weeks now, but I thought we'd get around to it. So Jay, thanks for sending it in. I'm just going to read the whole question out, okay? Uh, it came as an email, yeah. came into Sarah, uh, or hello at experttrades.com. So, hey guys, sorry if this is being covered, but I've been listening for the last 20-ish shows and wanted to know how you both got to where you are. Adam, you seem to have a lot of insight to a lot of areas of business. What is your background? Did you go to business school? What degree? Question mark. Harrison, I know you do a mixture of roles, but video is the focus. Was this what you came to the company to do? I'm asking as I feel I have an idea, but no business background and a little bit lost to where to start. Regards, Jay, I won't say his surname. Am I allowed <laughs> to say surname? Do you want to give his address as well? <laughs> uh, I think so. I think you'll stick to first names just in case. Okay, cool. Uh, so Jay, hugely appreciate you sending the question. So Harry, uh, we've got to go into this in terms of backstories. This could be a really short one, could be a long could one. Could be depends. a lengthy one. <clears throat> so, I'm feeling some good length. Good. I appreciate it this morning. Get some pep around <laughs> yeah. you. I need some coffee. This coffee is just red hot right now, and this mug is metal. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I don't know if... Uh, yeah, the laws of was it thermodynamics mean that the handle also gets really hot. You're, say, you're saying stuff <laughs> I don't understand, to be honest with you. So, uh, two parts to this, talking times. about our background. So, the one I want to cover off, uh, let's... Do you want to cover each one of us off or do you want to bat around and just just chat? About, do you want to... Let's cover where we came from. Okay. Let's Start do that. from the bottom, now we're up. So the words of Drake. Basically, Is it Drake? <laughs> I don't know. You said a quote and you don't even know you <laughs> quoted it. Uh, so we talked about like uh, career backgrounds is what yeah. we're saying. Yeah. Whistle stop tour. Okay. Uh, go. Whistle stop tour. Like just nice and quick because you know uh, I can talk. Yeah. So, so basically, long story short, uh, my background... Left college uh, and went... Start before that. We met. Where oh, did we meet? We, Go for we that. We met a long Because people time need some context. School. Yeah. So we've known each other, what, 15 years? Yeah. So we started so off... It's a long time to be speaking to the same person We speak to each. We speak to each other and spend more time with each other than we do our wives. Yeah. Um, and like that kind of... Most people do if they go to work and see the same people. But like we, we travel in together most days. We also see each other at the weekends as well. Mm-hmm. So like that work to... Other person it's completely ratio. skewed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and literally when we park up outside the house, my wife is so confused that when we park up, we sit there for 10 minutes and they're like, what in God's name do you still have to talk about? You've seen him for the last 15 hours. Uh, we so, still talk on the show. I know, tell me about it. So met each other at school, carry on, mate. Yeah, so met each other at school. Uh, uh, we went to different schools, uh, senior schools, whatever it's called nowadays. Um, after that, you did A-levels, I went to college. Mm-hmm. Um I left college and just jumped straight into, I just wanted to start making some money. Mm-hmm. Sick of school myself. Um, so got into kind of factory work just because it was easy. Good pay. Ended up down that route, which is uh, 
is a fair enough route to go down. Ended up working at Cap before I le- before I left to obviously start expert trades. I was at Capilla, which was a great company to work for. They look after you, great wage, yada yada yada. Took voluntary severance mm-hmm. um, because I at the time I just got to a point where I thought I personally don't want to be in this kind of career path uh, any longer. Yep. Not that there was anything wrong with it. I just felt like I wanted to do something different with with my life. Um, I think a lot of listeners are going to hear that and resonate with it, to be honest. Yeah, like, and, loads of people get in that boat. And it's a comfortable position to be in. I literally came in, did my hours and left and got paid good for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot because it's been so long now. Uh, but yeah, so it, I just wanted to... It became less about the money and more about enjoying my day-to-day activities. Yep. So, because it was... I'd go to work, then do things I wanted to do. Um, whereas now, it's not... It's not. Uh, it's, uh, I actually enjoy what I'm doing day-to-day. Uh, so I left, but you gave me the opportunity because I tried different places. But obviously, if your track record is factory work, uh, warehouse operatives, and things like that, it's very difficult to get out of that, that groove that you've put yourself in. Yep. Um, so you gave, luckily you gave me the opportunity and I took that chance. Uh, and it was originally a sales position, um, that I started for. Shall I give my whistle stop? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we went to school together, uh, did that, then did my A-levels, uh, studied like a business, um, economics, theater and, uh, theater. Yeah. Yeah. I did theater studies and maths in my A-levels. Uh, went to university that lasted about 45 minutes the most expensive 45 minutes of my life because I dropped out went and got a day job I forgot to tell them I wasn't going back so they billed me for the term like 2800 quid or something like that uh, mistake my part actually left uh, just same boat as you just wanted to go and make some money w- was sick of being a, a cost to the parents wanted to go and sort of fend for myself um, so I ended up working on a shovel underneath the M6 at my uncle's company for a short mm-hmm. period uh, or short period about a year Um but just happy to just earn some money. From there, I uh, always had a passion for sales, ended up doing um, door-to-door sales for a company's SSE, uh, Scottish and Southern Electric. I did door-to-door sales, selling gas, electricity, and phones door-to-door. Um, Brilliant. I enjoy sales. People hate that job. They come in, they lasted two weeks, and they disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, I really excelled in that. I just enjoyed it. Um, it was. It's like the hardest form of sales, door knocking, and if you can do that, you can sell anywhere, in my opinion. Um, so I did that. Um, and then thought, this isn't really ticking the box for me. I need something a little bit more um, like challenging. Always wanted to start my own business, but got myself into that mindset of like, you can't start a business without loads of money. Okay. I thought you need loads of money to start a business because business to is expensive. Everything. I just didn't know at that point in time. So I think, I think when you think of business, you think of the end result of years of building on it on an empire <laughs> yeah and you think of like this i mean uh, we never started in an office we'll get to this but like uh, we never started with all this uh, but you think about all the costs that it takes to like all oh, the staff there's office yeah. there's broadband there's legal fees and all that so then i literally just asked myself is how do i make money so i then moved from that sales job to the next sales job um did that uh that was doing uh, telephone sales I uh, did that uh, and then thought that I'm still not earning enough money. I'm not going to make a big enough dent. Um, so then I decided uh, I'm going to join the army. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Next natural step. Um, <laughs> so I decided to join the army. And truth is, is yes, uh, king, uh, queen and country, king and country, however the, the, the phrase goes. Um, I, I, I do have huge admiration for people in the forces. Dad was in the forces. Uh, but the real reason, um, if I'm being 100% honest and transparent, is I joined 
the highest paying role that I could get into because I wanted to do it for four years, squirrel away as much money as I could and then come out and start my own business. So I did that, went down to Purbright, got into military intelligence after about 18 months. So I was working during that time, um, got into military intelligence, um, did that, went down to Purbright and then I was surrounded by guys that were just like put a roof over my head and feed me and I'm here for life. Yeah. Felt like a real imposter. Day to day, it was great fun. In the 18 months that I was actually waiting to join, uh, I actually uh, met Sarah, my now wife. Uh, so that got a little bit more serious those 18 months, but she knew I was joining the army. Uh, and I remember actually sitting on a toilet one day uh, in tears. I was just like, because I, th- I felt like I was just such an imposter surrounded by people that I wasn't being true to myself. I was there for completely the wrong reasons. Uh, and I was just kind of like, I can't do this anymore, but I'm also, you know me, extremely proud. And I, th- I literally told myself, I said, no, no, no just fucking wipe, wipe your eyes, get out there. Uh, you're going to do this for four years. And it's only four years is literally what I told myself. Weeks went by, I thought, no, I can't do this. I said, I'm just not being true to myself. Um, so I ended up leaving the army. I thought, okay, I'm going to go and find a job elsewhere. Went back into sales. Uh, quit. Sales director was like, why are you quitting? I was like, because I just want to start my own company. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I was listening to podcasts in this, this time frame. Ended up quitting. He was like, well, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. Uh, it was like, uh, okay. And then he let me sleep on it. Uh, and then I came in the next day and I said, well, we've just bought loads of stock from a competitor. And I thought there was an opportunity there uh, without going too much into the details, but we used to sell roof windows. Uh, we just bought loads of stock from a competitor, about 25 grand's worth of stock to put our windows in. Mm-hmm. So we had all that 25 grand's worth of stock sat in a warehouse and I found out they were just going to trash it basically. They were just going to... Crazy. Yeah. So I said, uh, can I buy all that stock? I'm quitting, but can I buy all that stock? He was like, why? I said, well, I keep telling you guys you need to sell online and you're not. Let me buy that at 20 pence on the pound. So I paid five grand for 25 grand's worth of stock. Uh, they were happy because they got five grand cash. Uh, I went and got a loan for that, by the way. Um, personal loan, took that out. Uh, started selling roof windows online and uh, then that evolved into the business we're in today. But that's the backstory. Um, so to cover off the first bit of the question, uh, didn't, did go to uni, uh, studied property investment and finance for 45 minutes and when they told me what I was going to be doing for the next four years of my life, I just walked out. Um, it just wasn't for me. And I think you understand, like, uh, when we were in the schools that we were at, they were all like, you do this, then you do your yeah, A-levels, yeah, yeah. then you go to uni. Um, so I just followed that path. And then when I got to the point at uni and there was not all that pressure on you to just tick the box, just got out there as quickly as possible. Yeah, fun- funnily enough, at college, I uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I did games development and media. So full, how, full how funny, yeah. uh, I, I actually dropped out at the time. I say dropped out, I did I did the two years. I just yep. just didn't finish with anything worth talking about. Um, but it was because the course was, it was it had just started. It had been thrown together and like the classes didn't make sense and the people that were, the topics just weren't good enough and they weren't inspiring. Maybe it was partly down to me for not having the drive, enough drive to get the most out of it that I could have. But it just, I need a lot more structure uh, a lot of the time to keep me focused. And yep. it just wasn't there. And it, and that's that's what happened. But now we're back here. Uh, <laughs> and uh, should we get into how we starting to do uh, Yeah, so roles? I think what Jay's asking here, and just to really drive some value, um, is I think Jay's listening to the podcast and thinking... Wow, you guys must know a lot. Uh, and the truth is, Jay, we've been doing this for four years, and four years is a lot of time. 
it's a lot of time to try things and it's a lot of time to fail at loads of stuff and the biggest lesson that i've learned is you just gotta (laughs) you just gotta do harry (laughs) i've been keeping that in the back of my mind i was gonna say the exact same thing just you've just got to go out and do stuff and to get to get to your question about why did i get a degree in business and bits like that no i didn't i literally for the first year made it up as i went along uh, and as long as I did a lot of consulting to fund the business, and as long as you know a little bit more than the next guy in the room, then you're adding value. And then all you have to do is just be a like be a student, just go and learn. If you need to go and do something, and you're a, you're a first time founder, you'll end up being the designer. Like you know, I know you know that I know my way around Photoshop and mm. Final Cut. Like I know my way around too many things that I really shouldn't. Or I still dabble in them. Yeah. But when you're the first time founder, you go in and do all that stuff. You, you learn. Be- you become a jack of all trades just because you have to cover every role that could possibly exist in the business. Exactly. Um, and that that can be really daunting for someone that's listening if you're thinking about starting your own business. Uh, and it comes down to like why we exist as a business in the first place. Um, because trades professionals, the guys that we serve they learned to throw a boiler on a wall or they learned to put some paving down. They didn't learn to run a business. And the lessons that we've gone through in the last four years, that's where we want to plug in. But the the key thing is, and, and just to, if, if Jay switches off halfway through this and gets bored, the key thing I want him to hear is don't let the fact that you don't know how to run accounts and the financials and profit and loss statements and all that crap, don't let that be the thing that slows you down. Just work out the next thing you need to do Either hire someone to do it if you've got cash. And that's a great thing. If you've got cash, then you can solve loads of problems. I didn't have cash. You can solve loads of problems if you can throw some cash at it and hire someone to do it. Uh, but just work it out. Just have a go. What's yeah. the worst that can happen? <clears throat> yeah, and like with, with the uh, with the film work that we do now, um, I was kind of introduced into that role, from, like transitioned over from the sales side of things. Um and I didn't know them. I didn't know too much about it. Very basic knowledge. Um, but again, it was just a case of it's like a muscle. Obviously, the more you practice something, the, you bet, the better you get at it. Obviously, we've been doing it for a couple of years now, uh, and that's I because I do so much of it. And obviously, I do research in the evenings and things like that. So you just you just have to teach yourself. Basically, and there's so there's so many resources out there to learn almost any skill that you want to learn as well. Yep. So it's just kind of one of the things you just got to just dive right into i think what you just pointed out and people are probably hearing that you came in for a sales role which is very curious because i've just spoke about my history and it's just all sales yeah is you become a jack of all trades and you have to when you start a business um but we're now at this point now four years in nearly five actually in april wow no i know uh we're at this point now where you, you bring pre- people into the company. You start off as a specialist. I was very, very good at sales. I was very good at sales and uh, that overlaps into marketing because I did digital marketing. So I was very good in that area. Um, but you, then you have to learn all the nitty gritty stuff. I had to learn how to do Photoshop. I had to learn all, all the bits and bobs that you need to do to run your business. <clears throat> Excuse me. But then from there, we're now at a point, weirdly, where we're starting to niche down. Because there's yeah. a huge value in being very, very good at one thing and just doing it well. And I'm going back to my roots heavily around doing sales and marketing. Um, so yeah, just really interesting. So the key thing that you pointed out about video is you came in and did probably like seven, eight, nine different things for the business. Yeah. <laughs> just, and it was just... Yeah, something like that. And, and, that's a, and that comes down to the jack of all trades thing. We just needed to hire people that were just going to muck in and just get the job done. And as we built the team and built revenue, it allowed us to then pick certain areas to, to deploy people into. And, and you showed that you really enjoyed yeah. like the creative video side. And and 
as a company, we were doing so many more things that yeah. we, like even you, we couldn't get enough staff to cover all of the things that we were doing. Couldn't afford it. And half of those things we were doing were a waste of time, but we needed to do them to understand that they didn't yield any results for the business. Completely agree. And that's that's why roles changed over time, and that's why we are niching down. Because as we, as you, if you're starting a business, you'll try different things. Even if you're not nailing exactly what I know artwork might be, or if you're not nailing the sales funnel or anything like that, you can still tell if there's something there or not. Even if yep. you're not executing properly, you know whether you do need a, a sales rep out on the road or on the phone or anything like that. Like we know, we know now, as we'll talk about in another episode, that having a guy on the phone is more detrimental than it is beneficial 100%. to our to our industry but we wouldn't know that unless we didn't unless we tried it so but on the flip side even if he wasn't delivering you'd you'd still be getting sales if it was definitely an avenue that you'd need to pursue exactly so you need to cover all all bases to know what is and isn't working so come yeah i just echo everything you just said you'd rather do something at 60 percent well and then have a feeling whether it yeah. works or not, and then you can double down. The, the biggest risk that you're going to run into, Jay, is... I had to just double-check his name. That was why the pause was there. <laughs> uh, I was reading some questions earlier. Uh, the biggest risk that you're going to run, to, run into is trying to be a perfectionist um, because you'll have your own set of standards. And if you're very good at one thing, let's just say you are a very good developer, uh, then what you'll do is you'll see beautiful websites uh, and you'll see beautiful sales messages and beautiful marketing and all that stuff. And then you will hold yourself to those standards and that will massively slow you down. So the key thing is that you need to do, Jay, is just understand what you're good at and then just get stuff done and push it out to the market and let the market give you feedback on it. If you're developing something that people need, they will pull it out of your hands compared to you having to push it down their throat. Uh, and then you can get, then we go into the whole business. How do you like MVP, minimum viable product about how you get something to market? Uh, and we can go more into detail if you want to know, but that's a way you actually spend time with your initial customers to learn about them. Um, but I feel like the crux of his question is like, you guys seem to know a lot. How did you get there? And the, the very, very short answer is uh, we made it up as we went along. <laughs> And we worked it out for the first year. That's that, that's for me, not for the team. Uh, I made it up as I went along for the first year. Um, I did consulting. I stuck to what I was good at and then learned everything else on everyone else's dime. And what I mean by that is I did consulting that paid very well. And that gave me enough runway that I could then go and learn Photoshop, Final Cut, how to do management accounts. Um, and there's, there's something that I wanted to get to when I read this question. Uh, and we've all heard it. Uh, you're the you're the average. You know where I'm going with this. I think <laughs> you glazed over then. You just said you're the average. <laughs> yeah. So there's, me, there's, so there's this <laughs> <laughs> little bit. Uh, so there's there's this thing uh, that I really took to heart when I was learning, uh, and it's you're the average of the five people you spend the most amount of your time with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and on with that, you now. And with on that now. note, and that doesn't mean to be physically like that can be digital, that can be learning, that can be forums, whatever it is. But if you're surrounding yourself with losers, and I mean losers in the harshest possible way, if you're surrounded by people that drain your energy and sap you. Um, and then always tell you that's not good enough. Oh, I don't like that. Like they're not the people you want to spend time with. Work out the people that add value, and then spend more time with them. And the people that don't add value, just cut them out of your life. Yeah, and, and not even like as extreme as that. Like not even people that are negatively or actively pulling you down. If you're if you surround yourself with people that are just, for lack of a better term, just spinning the wheels and not really going anywhere. Maybe because they don't have the drive, or maybe they're just happy with where they're at. But yep. obviously, you want to achieve more. It might be a difficult thing to do, but sometimes you've got to drop the people that 
are sitting middle of the road in comparison to where you want to be and you need to start spending time with other higher achievers yeah and what we're not saying is going like your mates that you've been at school with for 10 years that are just happy in their day-to-day life i'm not saying go and like delete them on facebook and never speak to them again yeah. i'm just saying that choose where you spend your energy more than anything and like uh the reason that harry's here today is like you don't want to surround yourself with yes men like the thing that uh, me and harry bounce off each other extremely mm-hmm. well is he's seen me from school to now and he'll call out bullshit uh, and you need people like that in your mm-hmm. inner circle um I know we've gone slightly off topic, but I think that's such a huge like thing a, to think about. A big th- like, I, I made a similar um, decision myself to just try and spend. That's why I've spent more time with you because we stopped seeing each other as frequently as we used to. Then yep. you started building your business, and that's how I'm here. That's how I'm where I am right now because I realised that you're achieving something with your own business. It's like phew, I don't want to be spinning my wheels in a factory for the rest yep. of my life. I need to start like pulling my finger out and that's actually cool. making an effort. And that was, that is literally one of the reasons why I am where I am now. That's, no, that's <laughs> because like- of that decision of spending time with people that, that, and don't, and don't be jealous about people that are achieving more than you being around them. They won't, they don't look down. Most people don't look down on people. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 and that's a really good point. That's up. a really good point is those people that are successful, uh, like, like there's the, the people think they're a lot more pretentious than they are. Um, the people that have had success, I would say majority of them have had someone above them that have mentored them or helped them. Yeah. So I physically went out and I've got, uh, I've got a great guy that I work with. Uh, I've got actually, I've got like a, I've got like a lot of people in my personal network that I consider either clients uh, or like my old boss, like they, they've just actually just given up loads of their time to help. Um, because these guys that have been successful have often had someone above them. And the biggest thing, Jay, that if you take away from this, it's one, just go away and do stuff. Secondly, review who you spend the most amount of your time with and what you spend your time on. If you're worried about not being good at accounts, but you're still watching Game of Thrones seasons one to whatever it's on, and you've got loads of free time, go and start being a student of business. And then thirdly, just completely forgot what I was going to say. It was the third one was the punchline as well, Harry. Uh, oh, oh let down! I started thinking about Game of Thrones, mate. But yeah, just on like surrounding yourself with people, not just that, but uh, you kind of uh, wrote, wrote, raised it with the content. Like surround yourself with content that inspires you as well in the right direction. If your Instagram feed, for example, is full of just nonsense, like if you, for example, if you're trying to get in shape, follow loads of uh, people in the fitness industry because seeing people in great shape makes you want to get in shape as well if you want to be involved in business follow people like gary v because he's literally just like business and inspirational talks all the time like when i'm feeling a bit like kind of that's a different i need a bit of drive here i'll i'll actually go and consume some of his content because i don't consume it all the time because it's just way too much and too intense i I don't consume it much anymore but when i need another group that this is in (laughs) like i don't consume it much anymore it's just down to time but but when you need when you need a little bit of drive or you need picking up just go and flick onto him for literally five or ten minutes and you come out of the video thinking i'm gonna but do, do you do you find yourself today. consuming more content around video because now you do video and you're not necessarily <laughs> watching the content as in what is he telling but you're more watching how he's yeah telling I, li- it. I like uh, I like the work um, that his team uh, put out because obviously yep. he, he's not doing it he is the content uh, yep. but the work that his team put into it is really interesting as well so I do I flick onto it for that reason as well same with like Peter McKinnon though I watch his content I really like Peter he's McKinnon. super good story super tell. interesting to listen to uh, and the advice again he's he, he's someone that's not patronizing the audience that don't know the skills that he has he's literally sharing the skills that he has with you so you can up your game 
and any and again any any higher achiever doesn't look down on anyone because they know the shit that they've had to get through to mm-hmm. get where they are so that's why people that's what we're doing we're sharing <laughs> our rough with the smooth like yep. we're trying to everyone's just trying to level up the it's the minority that are just trying to bring people down i completely agree um jay hopefully you've got everything you wanted out of that and if you if you did great still let us know what I'd really like is a bit more context. Like, just let us know what you do and what you're working on, and see if there's anything specific that we can plug into to help. But what? How long has this been running? Twenty-eight minutes. It's been running on, mate. Mm. Uh, let's wrap it up. Twenty-eight so, minutes of my nasally voice, which I can only apologise for. Same here. We both got a cold. Um, but we'll leave it there, guys. Harry, how do they get in contact with us if they want to submit a question to the show? Email Harrison at experttrades.com. Two T's in the middle, or one S at the end. Or they can hit us up on the gram, Adam at startup podcast I'm so glad you filled it in is that correct yeah okay cool what cool. point to the uh, live stream we're doing uh yeah jay thanks very <laughs> much mate submit the, uh, submit the question uh we're looking forward to some future shows we've got them lined up uh so you're gonna hear from the british bearded baby some higher mistakes that we've made some more listener questions uh and more than anything guys thanks for you that are leaving the reviews in itunes it makes a huge impact to how we rank and the reason we really care about that is because we get in front of more people and the more mm-hmm. downloads we get the more warm and fuzzy we feel inside so make me and harry feel warm and fuzzy go to itunes and leave us a review <laughs> let's leave it there <laughs> <laughs>